0: Hey everybody, this is Jacob K. Mead and this is the Buy Time Podcast where we discuss everything there is to know about buying back your time. Be sure to like and follow and share with somebody who needs to buy back their time. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another episode of the Buy Time Podcast. My name is Jacob K. Mead and today is a super exciting guest, Dr. Oli Olson. Um, Oli, why don't you start um, with a little bit about yourself? What do you do?
1: Yeah, so I'm a chiropractor. Uh, I specialize in peripheral neuropathy, so that's the main focus of our clinics. Uh, We've been in practice uh, here locally for going on 17 years now, and uh, we just... uh, purchased our third clinic. So we have three clinics now throughout the Midwest and continuing to expand. So
0: that's awesome. So, so you're not really working in your business as much as you are working on it now. Correct. Um, That's, it's great to see that. I I feel like that's a tough place to be, especially when you're a chiropractor and you start (laughs) off with just a little office. Um, I can remember you had a small little office when you first started. So tell us a little bit about your, your journey and, and how you got there and maybe talk a little bit about your personal background.
1: Yeah. So, um, I guess, kind of just backing up kind of where I started, uh, you know, I've always been uh, into sports and, and that sort of stuff. So when I went to college, uh, I actually went to college because I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And I had heard computers was a good way to make a living. And so uh, I went for computer science and uh, I started that training and I got to my second uh, year and it was the second programming class. And the, the professor was up there just rambling on for like 15 minutes and I'm looking around the room, kind of confused, like, <laughs> what is this guy talking about? He's like, this should all just be reviewed from last semester. I got up and walked out of the room, and I went straight to the, the student service center. This is not center. for me. I'm,
0: I'm no, <laughs> I, I chose
1: the wrong major. I chose poorly. And so uh, I went to the student service center and I'm like, you know, Hey, do you have something like exercise science or something like that? And they didn't have it at the school I was at. So they did recommend a couple of schools like a transfer to, but they said, you know, do we do have athletic training? And they kind of told me a little bit about that. And so I was like, that sounds like something I'd be into. So I started studying in that and that's where we work with, you know, evaluating injuries of athletes and helping them rehab things like that. So, you know, coming to my senior year, and i knew in athletic training i'd be working with a team i'd be working you know 68 hours a week and and having a family was very important to me and I, and i knew that that was something i wanted to have uh, so i didn't want to be working those kind of hours and so you know comes up my dad says something about you know have you ever thought about chiropractic he goes you could be your own boss make your own hours wisdom of the yeah, father right exactly <laughs> And uh, he, he knew that uh, me and authority always kind of butted heads anyway. So having to be able to run my own clinic, he thought would be a good thing for me. So uh, he just kind of threw that out there. So I, I visited a couple and I said, sure, let's let's try it. So I went to school, uh, came back to Iowa basically to to start up a new thing. Is going to kind of mix chiropractic and, and physical therapy kind of rehab together. Uh, so started that path and, uh, you know, just trying things and you know some things would stick some things wouldn't I'd go learn something else try something else and and then finally kind of really figured out what I really loved and excelled at and that was where we landed on peripheral neuropathy several years ago and that's what really helped us to take off
0: that's so awesome and you started off as just a small little chiropractic um, area and so when you first went in uh, what were some of the challenges that you experienced so you you decided this is what I'm going to do Um, what was your mindset like and what kind of challenges did you have
1: yeah, I mean, the big challenge is not knowing anything about how to run a business. You know? Isn't that the challenge? That's tough. <laughs> to this day, right? Yes. Uh, it's kind of funny because, you know, we always joke about it now, but looking back, <clears throat> we had about an eight-week crash course on business, and they would literally have, you know, five insurance agents come in and talk to you about insurance, and five bankers come in and talk to you <laughs> about, bankers, about banking, and every one of them told you something different. Yep. So you really had no clue what was going on. So when I got into practice, yeah, first and foremost, it was just, you know, kind of the basics, you just start figuring out, you know, figure out a name and signage and all that stuff. But then it's like, okay, how do we get patients in the door? And, and, you know, there really was no guidance on that. Uh, So I really just kind of, you know, was winging it really for the most part for my first probably nine to 10 years. Um, And that's where I always thought just doing it on my own. and, And, you know, I never really thought about, I thought coaching was something, who would use a coach, right? And... It wasn't until I hired a coach and started to coach with people and learn, you know, the trades about how to run a business and how to market and how to do all those things that really helped us start to take off. And then, you know, for the next three, four years with that company, we accelerated tremendously and then we switched to a different coaching group. And then we took off for the next three, four years. Uh, now I have, you know, two or three coaches that I work with at a time because I'm, I'm just it's, always it's, trying it's to grow. It's amazing what a coach can do.
0: I, yeah. I was in the same boat. I've, you know, had my business, I've been running it for such a long time. And I said, no, why do I need a coach? I, I know what I'm doing I don't need a coach you know it's it's a waste of money it's kind of what I told myself yeah. and then I went out and I hired myself a business coach and the amount of stuff I got done in six months <laughs> crazy I mean I, I was committed to my to-do list I yeah. was you know making more money out of just just spending a little bit on a, on a coach so it's it's awesome yeah. that you talked about that because it really is true having someone there to support you and it helped me through those roller coaster times those times where I felt like I wasn't good enough or I was going to fail and yeah. they'd be there and say you got this it might look yeah. bad now but <laughs> in the long run it's it's all good Absolutely. so you wrote a book um, yeah. and Pretty good book reversing neuropathy neuropathy, neuropathy yep. reversing neuropathy um so tell us a little bit about the book um what got you into writing it and um, why did you start that
1: yeah so once again it just stemmed from my passion for helping people you know i always tell people in you know being in practice for 17 years now you know helped thousands and thousands of of patients and i don't lay awake at night you know thinking about all the success stories we've had it's always those few here and there that that you know you weren't able to help Like what, what did we miss? What could have been done for that person? What could we have
0: done more for
1: them? Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, when I learned about peripheral neuropathy, when I learned that there was some solutions to that, it kind of blew me away because it goes against everything we've ever been taught. You know, every doctor out there tells people that they have to live with it, that it's just going to get worse and they just keep increasing their medication. And when I learned there was a group of doctors that were actually helping these people successfully, I I knew I had to learn about it because it was always just one of those that you couldn't do anything for. If you just, you manage the symptoms that was a win right so i started training on that learning about it went and got uh, certified neuropathy through a, a course uh, i've got a master's in peripheral neuropathy through another uh, neurology course so i'm just constantly learning trying to get learn as much about this as possible and, and as i'm going through these things i just realized that, that people you know a lot of people don't even know that they have it i mean right now that's estimated about 30 million people that have wow. peripheral neuropathy in the united states And they say only about 50% of people that have it actually know they have it. So we're we're maybe looking at closer to 50, 60 million people could be dealing with. peripheral It's a large
0: large number of people.
1: Yeah. 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 So, so that was my thing is, is how do I reach more people? And that's when I began, you know, growing my clinic here, stepping away from the clinic because I can only help so many people at once when it's just me seeing the person when I train other people to do it. Now I have a greater reach. So now I've got three clinics rolling. Uh, I actually coach, uh, we have uh, I'm the, a network I'm in. We've got about 600 doctors around the country that I help coach. So I'm actually coaching other doctors to help them help more people. So I'm able to have a much larger reach than if I'm just in the room with a patient one-on-one. So it's so important. You're yeah. you're, you're working on your business, you're working on how to help someone, yeah. and you're doing
0: it on a broader scale. You're you're coaching now, and so not only are you helping individual people improve their lives, but you're helping business owners yeah. improve their practices and be able to I- expand. And so. One thing I always like to touch base on is staffing. So staffing's been the number one thing I hear from business owners is staffing's so much of a struggle. It's hard to get good employees. It's hard to retain employees. Um, Talk to me a little bit about uh, your staffing and if you've had any struggles there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think everyone has in terms of staffing. I mean, over the last two, three years, just the dynamics have shifted quite a bit, you know. Um, So for us, it's really been about a couple things. One, we're always looking you know, do we have the right people on this, on the bus, right? And then are the people on the bus in the right seat? Uh, and if we get those two things right, people want to stay. Uh, I mean, my office manager's been with me about five years. The next person's been with me uh, three years. Uh, my One of my docs been with me over two years. The next person's a year. So a lot of our people are long-term. Like we don't have a lot of turnover. So we have a good core unit to build from. So when we bring new people on, Uh, We have that good core unit to build off of. So it's like either you fit in the culture by working hard and doing your, doing your work well or you don't. And if you don't, the team kind of works themselves out, you know, because so it's not like I have to be there in in you know, the day to day and telling them, hey, you need to make sure you do this because the team's going to make sure that they pull their weight. And it's uh, so important, making yeah. sure that the team can
0: handle situations when you're not there. Absolutely. And then also making sure you don't have one person dragging the whole team down because that's yeah. so important. You get that one bad apple in there, they yeah. can bring the whole team down. And I personally had to learn that the hard way. And yeah. it's, it's, it's a tough lesson to learn, but I think it's a, a good lesson for me to learn. And yeah. I learned it and now I know hey watch out for those bad apples because they will try and drag everyone else yeah. down there with you and so you, you you built this staff up you built this dream team up that you have and now you're able to kind of step away and you have more time you have more freedom what do you do with that time what do you do with, with, with your freedom uh what freedom <laughs> yeah, what freedom
1: right what, what freedom
0: um so you have more time so yeah. um obviously you're always looking at ways to improve people's health but what do you like to do yeah. um, with some of your free time now
1: yeah, so that's that's kind of the, the half joke. Is sometimes I feel busier now than I was when I was in practice because now you're you know, coaching, now, now you're doing all, all of this. Now all I'm doing is looking for more clinics to expand our reach. So uh, that fills my time a lot. So you know, between you know the three offices that I oversee, uh, I'm running meetings, I'm running trainings, um, coaching. Uh, those sort of things, but but I definitely have more time available for you know the family, and that's really the big focus, especially now that it's summertime. You know, so uh, we like to go to the lake, uh, go to, go boating. Um, so that's a big thing we do. We we got a pool, so we spend a lot of time out just out back in the pool, just hanging out. And the kids are all getting a little bit older too, so it's it's driving them to you know to hang out with their friends, go to a movie at the mall, or uh, kids activities, things like that. But um, I just you know, like you said, it's just, I bought back that time where now I have more control over my time. You can do
0: what you want with it. Exactly. What brings you the most joy, the most passion, yeah. and you're not stuck doing something that you don't want to do. And one of the big questions I always ask someone is if you didn't make any money doing what you do, would you keep doing it? Oh, yeah. And people don't really answer that. Sometimes it's, yeah, because I need the money. And other times it's, no, I would be out of there. Um, and so it's always important to like what you're doing. But in this case, not only do you like what you're doing, but you're able to hire people in positions. So you're able to step away and you know that your business is being ran the way that you would want it to be run. Yeah. And so you probably have seen that your staff has had struggles. They've had challenges and they've been able to overcome that. And mm-hmm. that's, that's awesome. Um, so you, you, you got three practices now is what you said. Is yep. it, is it tough running three practices or how do you go about the dynamics of that?
1: Uh, yes and no. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I, I think just what the work I've put in myself over the past several years in developing me, you know, as a leader uh, has helped tremendously. You know, if I were to try to do this several years ago, it would have been a complete train wreck. Um, having the right coaches in
0: place too, yeah, probably helped. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: So, so learning some things along the way. And then, and then just like anything, some of it's just trial and error, right? You, you step in, you, you think, you know how it's going to work. Like the, the first one I bought. I had some people in place I thought was gonna be great. The staff was already there. We're gonna just go in and start cranking. And within six months, we had replaced the whole staff. So, you know, there's times where where things work out like they they will. just gutting
0: it to make it a better image. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. so we just had to, it just took a little bit slower process than I thought it would be to get that clinic up and running. But um, we've got a great team in place there now. And and I mean, I've really been blessed just getting the right people in the door and around me. So I've got people I can fully trust in each of these clinics. and, And I know they're doing the best because they care about people as much as I do. And they wanna help as many people as possible. So it's, it's really easy to, to steer that ship. Like I always explain it. Like if you have a, if you have a team that you feel like you're pushing a boulder uphill, that's not fun for anybody. But when you're just running along, kind of guiding them where to go, it makes it makes everything so much more fun.
0: 100%. And yeah. that's what leaders do. I mean, yeah. That's a good leader, someone there that to support their team and someone there that can actually guide them in the right direction. So no, that's awesome. And, and so your, your book, um, you, you wrote this book. And is this really to give people more education? Where can they find your book? And how can they get a copy of it?
1: Yeah, they can get it on Amazon. Um, that, you know, they can call the office, swing by the office, and so we can get them, get them connected with a copy of as well. But really, I, I wrote that because I wanted them to see one, that there are steps that can be taken to to help with peripheral neuropathy uh, and really just kind of get a, an overview of kind of what it is that we do in our clinic. So this kind of outlines a lot of the major key points that we're doing uh, to help with reversing peripheral neuropathy because uh, it's it's a beast to overcome. And so uh, it takes a very comprehensive approach. You know, a lot of people with this condition have tried all kinds of things uh, and just haven't gotten anywhere. So we really want to let them know how this is different to why this comprehensive approach works so that way they have a better understanding of what we're doing when they come educating. in. Educating. It's yep. so
0: important. Education, making sure that, you know, your clients understand why it's important. And yeah. it's awesome that your book teaches about that. I think that's uh, very important that it actually dives deep into that education side of things. Yeah. Um, so you've, you've had these, you have these three practices and um, chiropractors at them as well. Yep. Um, and so you have these three practices, they can kind of oversee themselves and, and run their everyday operation. And, and that's amazing. How long did it take you to get to that point?
1: Well, like I said, we've been in practice for seventeen years. So um, seventeen years—that's a—that's yeah. a, a long time. And when you first start, yeah. you're always in in the nitty gritty grind and just constantly, like you said, for years,
0: it's all about what I can do. And then you have that support team that comes along and shows you that this is what you can do. Yeah, it's that's amazing. Um, so tell us a little bit about, like, where people can um, go to. Find out more about neuropathy. So they have your book. Do you have a podcast?
1: Do you uh, do you have a website? Yeah, n- no podcast as of now. So <laughs> we've been discussing it, but uh, gotta really, get that podcast going. Right. want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, obviously, we we do uh, we're out there a lot just with the marketing. You know, in, in terms of you know TV and radio, and uh, we do seminars and stuff from time to time, and uh, you know. We're trying to get more active in terms of uh, blogging on our, our website, so uh, asudahealth, uh, dot com. Um, asudahealth.com. Asudahealth.com. Asudahealth.com, yep. Uh, so we'll have uh, blogs there um, regularly, so we try to get up at least a couple blogs a month pretty routinely now, just kind of answering different questions about neuropathy and, uh, and what that looks like and, you know, different uh, things that they could try or, you know, maybe why something isn't working that they've tried in the past. Uh, so we try to give them a lot of information there and, and just be con- uh, consistent with that. That's, that's the key with anything, right? Just consistency. Consistency.
0: So. Just when yeah. you think it's not working, be consistent. <laughs> you'll see the results.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: so before we kind of wrap things up, I wanted to talk a little bit about your biggest struggle. So looking back at your business career, what was one of the biggest struggles that you had? You know, hmm. it's a tough question because there's so yeah. many out there. You you have to start thinking, what was the biggest
1: one? I think probably. I mean, I don't know if this is uh, cliche or not, but it's just the biggest struggle for me was just getting getting the difference between uh, an, an expense and an investment, right? So, uh, you know, instead of like I used to think of marketing as an expense instead of you know what's the return going to be if I put this much here that I'll see. Get in front of some people that I can help, right? And so now everything I do is is I look at it as an investment. Um, I mean, my team is an investment, training is an investment, coaching is an investment. Uh, marketing is an investment like literally everything I do is seen as an investment in myself and my team and in our communities So, so. important
0: to invest in yourself your business yeah. and also, you know, your employees. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's makes such a big difference and I, I know you always like to make sure that your employees um, you know feel grateful and that that you're doing what you can to help support them and that's that that means a lot especially in today's day and age I mean yeah. we don't see that very often from a lot of companies and um So I, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure having you on this podcast and hearing how you've been able to buy back your time through your practice and being able to now be a coach and help other people do the same. Is there any last minute words of wisdom that you want to give our audience um, before we wrap things up?
1: Um, Just, just like I just said, uh, invest in yourself, right? Whether, whether you have health issues that you need to to go take care of, whether uh, you need to hire a coach, uh, a mentor, you know, get around people, you know. Uh, one of my, uh, go to work, workshops. It's what I, workshops.
0: I, I, yeah. I I host some workshops and the people yeah. that come in, I'm like, they tell me, I got so much knowledge out of this. And I go, that's what it's there for. It's meant for you to get that knowledge,
1: leave feeling empowered that you can get stuff done. Exactly. Yeah. One of my, uh, uh I can't remember who, who the original author of this word is, but, uh, one of my, uh, men's group leaders, he always talks about, you know, uh, in the next five years, the only difference between you and that future self is, the people you surround yourself with and the books you read. So I'm always trying to surround myself with people that are ahead of me, you know, doing bigger things than I am, you know, things that I want to be able to do so I can learn from them and and be mentored by them. And then I try to pour into myself with books. Like this, that's my goal this year. I've been trying to read 30 pages every day. It adds up.
0: By the time you're done, you've read a couple books.
1: <laughs> We're halfway through, and I've got a stack like this, plus a few Audibles that I've gotten through this year already. So it's been it's been really cool just to see how much I can plow through just by setting that goal and just making it happen. Like, um, you know, so so don't be afraid to invest in yourself in whatever way you need. To invest in yourself and watch you hang around. You're the average of the five people you hang around, and that's
0: something I'm learning in my life is yeah. that I want to be around people that fit my future and not my past. And Absolutely. it's so important to actually understand. Well, it's been a pleasure. and Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today, Oli. Um, Thanks for having me. This a- has been great. A- absolutely. I'm I'm happy that you were able to make it. Guys, this was another episode of the Buy Time Podcast. If you're looking for more episodes, wanting to find out more, go to buytimepodcast.com, view our podcast there. And then if you want individual coaching, you need any help with your business, check out jacobkmead.com, click on the link, apply. And this is until next time.